Total America is what Donald Trump is asking for over U.S. states right now as it looks like we're headed towards a potential constitutional crisis. To talk about that plus a lot more, we, of course, have Tim Pichot, the Liberty Advisor, and we're going to be talking about opening the economy or not to open up the economy. But I would say right now the general popular overall consensus is that, yes, the elderly and immune compromised should be, and some people are even saying should have been from the beginning, quarantined, while everyone else should be cautious, but still not under lockdown. Now, if you remember, even in yesterday's video, I was talking about Donald Trump's kind of off-handed approach towards this crisis, allowing the states to do whatever they wanted, with some states offering a very heavy-handed, very ludicrous, very insane response to this while, of course, other states were more pragmatic and proportional to the problem with their response to this crisis. But now Donald Trump is going back on all of that, and he's saying, quote, I'm the captain, (laughs) and any governor who will be making their own decisions whether to open or to not open the economy are, quote, mutineers, (laughs) and he is even threatening to withhold uh, the sickness aid to states that don't do what he wants, as of course he is claiming total authority over governors. Now, other governors like New York Governor Andrew Cuomo are of course fighting back, saying that he will open the economy when he decides he wants to open the economy and that he most likely will defy Donald Trump. Other states like Florida, are making announcements with their Surgeon General, even talking about how they will continue to social distance for over a year. And in my opinion, Tim, I think the states deciding what they want to do with their own states, with their own constituents on a more decentralized level is the best kind of approach here. And it's kind of surprising Donald Trump make a complete 180-degree flip on what he believed and said he was going to do <laughs> to what he's doing now. But that overall seems like the presidency of Donald Trump in in one kind of uh, phrase, a 180-degree flip when you least suspect it. What do you think of, of that assessment? Yeah, so when he's talking about withholding aid, we're making all these pirate remarks. So I just want to you know, make a little quick joke that he's you know, withholding all the booty over here. But when you've got you know Donald Trump, uh, you know when he was – when he was running, I mean, there's so many things that, you know, I think that ultimately, you know, he's looking for people to like him. He's, he wants to be everything to everyone. And so, you know, look at the only times the media ever, you know, gave him any credit for anything. It's when he was bombing people like, oh, he's so presidential. And so everybody wants, you know, the big strong man, the big tough guy. You know, if we want our Superman or our Iron Man or our, you know, one, you know, knight riding in and his white horse to come save the day. And so Trump, I think, wants to be that guy. And, and for me, I'm 100% with you. So team uh, Luke and Tim are on the 100% same agreement right now that I, that it should be a decentralized approach. And actually, Luke and I both moved out of, I mean, I guess technically you're still, I guess, technically in New York. I uh, uh, have a residence there. I moved out of New York State because, uh, you know, at the time, I can't remember who the governor was, but I remember them even saying, listen, if you believe in God, guns, and the Bible, uh, then, you know, we don't want your kind here. Basically, get out of the state. And so, you know, that's super liberal. And I remember that. I don't know exactly when that was, but, you know, that was maybe like eight or nine years ago, kind of paraphrasing. And so I was like, fine, got up and left. And so for me, you know, I'm voting with my wallet, voting with my feet. And so to be able to, to do that is very important. I think it's sort of like the essence of, you know, being American is, you know, is having things getting, uh, 
you know, distributed down to the lowest common denominator. And when people say, oh, you're selfish or you don't care about minorities or blah, 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 blah. And, and I like to actually phrase uh, my good friend Ernst Hancock. You know, I'm actually for the smallest minority in the world. And then people are like, what's that? I'm like, I'm for me. There's no, there's nothing that's more individual, that's more, you know, a minority than the individual. And so letting, you know, and then going down to states' rights, I absolutely think that this is a states' rights issue. And, uh, you know, just like now we're seeing different, and actually my county I'm in right now, uh, Maricopa County in Arizona, we've actually just declared this to be a, a, a Second Amendment sanctuary for the entire state. And so, you know, living in a place like this versus living in New York, uh, you know, I did live there for a long time. So, you know, over 25 years. So I think I can, you know, be able to, you know, have permission to, you know, badmouth it every, every now and then. Uh, but yeah, the states should absolutely have the final say on this. And, you know, Donald Trump wants to be the captain. Well, right now he's the captain of the Titanic arguing over BS uh, as we doesn't realize that we've already hit the iceberg. Tim, Tim, you you weren't a New Yorker. You were a Canadian more than you are in New York. You were in an upstate New York. I challenge you on that. I just sent you a tweet, by the way, that kind of characterizes the average life in New York City. And it's someone responding, saying, quote, everyone in New York City who is saying that they're not worried about the sickness because they're young and healthy has lived on nothing but cigarettes, cocaine, and bodega meat for nine years. Shares a moldy shower with seven internet strangers and is in an open relationship with anti-vax couples and two park rats. That's that's essentially true. That's uh, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, yeah. It's, I, I saw some one of the comments on there was yeah, and probably the healthiest thing on there is that open relationship with the anti-vax couple. Is one of the comments I saw on that. I do have that pulled up, so I was able to get that up there. Right but, but again, this points out an important highlight. Uh, other people. Uh, you know, being on a local level, deciding what they want to do for themselves, since obviously New York City is not like Idaho, is the smart thing to do. Because again, and, and this is also where a lot of people have more power to change things. When you look at the bigger kind of overwhelming federal government sweeping in and saying, we're deciding what's best for you, even if it is, you know, the right thing to do, even if it is something, you know, that, that may be, you know, along the lines of something that may benefit you, it's still something that we should question because everything is different. And when we look at this, this bastardization of government, government always gets it wrong because they generalize too much. The perfect way not to generalize too much and not to just overcoat one thing with massive problems is to, of course, individualize situations. And the best way to do that is by promoting the Tenth Amendment, states' rights, letting states decide what they want to do for themselves. There were certain states, like Michigan, that went crazy that outlawed and punished people. Some local jurisdictions in California punished people for being in nature. Meanwhile, they're saying it's safe to be in Walmart, you know, as they shut down mom and pop businesses. There are other states that didn't listen to any of these federal regulated mandates, didn't lock down, didn't shut down. And of course, uh, the federal government didn't step in. And, and I think that really should be the proper approach here. And I definitely uh, should cast more criticisms on Donald Trump here because whether you agree or disagree, this is a recipe for a disaster, having a big centralized centralized force deciding what's best for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, 100%, 100% agree on that. I mean, the number one issue here is decentralization of just about everything. And so, you know, when people look at this false left-right paradigm, they think, you know, Republicans over here, Democrats over here, when really you got to take a look at, you know, and Luke can't even see what I'm doing right now, but you've got, you know, freedom on one side. You know, complete totalitarianism on the other side. I mean, 
Democrats and Republicans are like basically like right over here on the totalitarianism side that, you know, barely, you know, a bit of difference. Whereas, you know, we want Luke and I want freedom way over here. And we're only stuck to argue with these BS issues over here. That means nothing to the average person. And, you know, and Luke has, you know, pointed out that this was not started off as a financial channel. But one of the reasons we talk about financial stuff so much is because people are like, oh, how, you know, there's millions of people out there who are on the streets and people that are dying. Well, a lot of that reason is because they don't understand how the financial system works. And it's our, you know, uh, money overlords who are, the, you know, hiding this knowledge from the average person. And then I get then criticized for that, trying to, you know, spread this information. But I don't want people in the streets, uh, you know, homeless and. Uh, you know, and, and it just pains my heart to see this, but that's why, you know, Luke and I are working so hard to get this information out to you. And, you know, it's all about, you know, having that individual sovereignty and, and, and where is it that, you know, liberals, it's my body, my choice, except for, you know, if you want to get like a mandatory vaccination or something. And I, and I see that you even had guys like Roger Stone came out the other day. And, uh, this was actually, I saw this on Drudge and said, uh, Bill Gates may have created coronavirus to microchip people. And, uh, you know, it goes on to say whether Bill Gates played some role in the creation and spread of this virus is open for rigorous debate. I have conservative friends who say it's ridiculous. Others say absolutely. He and other globalists are using it for mandatory vaccinations and microchipping people. So we all know if they've been tested over my dead body, mandatory vaccinations, no way, Jose. But what that really goes into is the same, just like we should have states' rights, you should have uh, sovereign rights on yourself, too. And this is all going into We've got to protect the greater good. So to protect the greater good, we've got to assimilate into whatever the Borg wants us to do. And uh, and to me, that you know, stopping this mandatory vaccination, and it was never an issue that I that I really ever covered, really ever. But now I see that ever since all this coronavirus, that it's just been pushed to the forefront. I have some people claim that the COVID stands for what was it? Uh, certificate of vaccination identification 2019 now i don't know if, where that came from or not but it's just an interesting little uh you know little aside but yeah i see luke wanting to uh to jump in over there well even just looking at the official with just people having low antibody counts uh officially looking at the you know the information that's coming out there it, it, it highlights how vaccines won't be as effective here when we look at china and china's official story which should be cast in doubt they somehow fully recovered from this without a, a, a vaccine. So why are we still, why is the prime minister of Canada saying that he won't open anything up until this vaccine is here? I mean, uh, that should raise a lot of questions and alarms. There's still so much uncertainty. There's still so much unknown. I'd rather still be cautious rather than reckless. But what's happening right now, and I kind of want to go back to this, it, it could likely spur a constitutional crisis because, again, we're seeing governors fighting the president. And and to me, you know, th th a lot of this is just pointless. It seems like people just want to say, I did this to, to get the, the brownie points, to get, you know, the, the kind of, uh, you know, a public, uh, yeah. you know, applause by people. And, and, and to me, this is not the time for that. This is not the time for ego. This is not, not the time to be like, yes, I'm, I'm validated. No, this is the time to look at data, share the data, uh, and to talk about these important things um, as they develop. Now, uh, again, we have the California uh, governor meeting with uh, the governor of Oregon and Washington. They're creating their own little panel, and they're going to be discussing how they want to open up uh, their kind of territories. The New York governor also created his own kind of alliance with 
the governor of New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, yeah. Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Massachusetts. I was going to ask if that was the axis. Of, is that like the axis of evil? You know, all that. No, no. Uh, it's, it's it's joined the, together the California. COVID cor- corridor. That's what they're calling it. The COVID corridor that they're talking about. And of course, these states are close together. And what New York does will very much affect New Jersey. What New Jersey does will very much affect, you know, places like uh, Pennsylvania. So, so again, it, it makes sense that these states are coming together and saying, okay, how, how are we going to be doing this? If you look at California and some of the local jurisdictions, they have been very heavy handed. They've been arresting people for being in nature by themselves, which is ridiculous, especially with how many people are storming Walmart. That's crazy. I don't know if you have that meme, but that meme just shows you absolutely what's wrong with government, with their approach towards this. What, and then we have New York, which, which again, we have Andrew Como allowing people to you know be in parks even telling people hey go to the park so two different approaches if we have someone come in from the federal government trying to centralize this approach uh, again i don't want that I, I don't want that at all and and this is really something that should be scrutinized of donald trump and it, and it does seem like there's a big ego battle battle happening between como and trump and the media's of course lighting uh, fuel onto this fire not something we need right now. We need rational, calm thinking. We need the data. We need information. And we also need to look at the bigger wave storm coming in. And that, of course, is the economy, which we've been focusing on uh, on this uh, independent media organization. That's my take on it. Anything else you want to say about those specific topics? I mean, basically, people are, you know, want always want to take the opposite side of whatever Donald Trump is on. I mean, Trump could come out and say he cured coronavirus tomorrow and then liberals would you know basically bastardize them over that and so everyone wants to take you know the opposite side never did i in a million years think i'd be taking the constitutional side with uh andrew cuomo versus donald trump i mean never i mean would i have risked you know everything that i'd risked and basically you know wasn't allowed to make videos at my prior company and then had to leave for that and, and you know the relationships that i've severed and the energy that i put in to help donald trump get in there I would have done none of that if I knew that we would have had four. I mean, it's estimated four trillion dollar deficit, estimated, uh, you know, spending more money than, you know, anyone, uh, you know, anyone I could have even imagined spending money. And then uh, I don't know if you want to play that, that little clip we had of Melinda Gates saying that we had we're going to see, uh, you know, dead bodies in the streets of Africa unless we get that vaccine. But, uh, you know, basically the article, basically this video goes on to say, you know, if we don't get a vaccine immediately. Uh, there's going to be dead bodies in the streets of Africa, and then saying that this disproportionately affects women because women have more jobs in the healthcare sector. And so, as men, we, uh, you know, we're just evil all the way around. So, if women didn't have the jobs, we'd be the bad guys for that. And then now that they do have jobs, we're the bad guys because it affects women more as nurses. So, you know, either way, uh, we're just two evil white guys here. I guess giving you giving you the news. And uh, on that one, I don't know if there's anything more you want to add to that, but uh, well, well, you know, the data internationally, because I've been looking a lot of a, a lot of the international data, a lot of what other countries are reporting and what they're going through, and uh, again, a lot of the data shows that um, men are being more impacted by this, especially in European countries like Italy, uh, compared to, of course, women. There's a lot of you know conflicting data. There's still so many variables here. People expected India and Africa to be ravaged by this. They haven't. Some people point that uh, to the fact that this is happening because of a malaria drug that is commonly uh, kind of used uh, in India and Africa. Some people are pointing to the numbers just being totally overhyped. 
so we still don't know. The projections have been wrong. They haven't been as bad. Hospitals have not been overwhelmed. So, so that's, that's, that's good news. That, that's, that's great that, that the worst has happened. But now we should really deal with the bigger storm. Again, the economy, as I've been saying, you, you watch my videos all the way from the beginning of this. I'm like, hey, the economy, the economy, the economy. Uh, that, that really is something that we should focus on. Uh, this is why I've been telling people, hey, don't put your faith in government. They're arguing. They're having ego battles. The media is eating this up. They're fueling the fire. They want more of this nonsense, bullcrap, distraction, fighting, name calling instead of like, hey, let's actually find the solutions here. Let's actually deal with this problem and not get emotionally riled up with this lunacy. Start growing your own garden, start being prepared and start taking care of yourself as an individual and practicing radical self-reliance not that hard it's that simple but for a lot of other individuals who are tied and stuck into the system it is hard so um, if you know some of some of those individuals share this video with them so they can gain a perspective but they most likely can't get anywhere else especially not on the boob tube mainstream media tim thank you so much for joining me stay tuned for more here on change the news